This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Thank you for being with us today. I want to talk to you about the idea of being a truth seeker. There are different types of men, different classes of people, different intentions and goals in life. And among them, one category is the truth seeker, such that you see it in them from when they're children. But why? <laughs> why? 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 They want to know. They want to understand the reasoning behind everything. And they want to understand what is real, what is right, what is the facts of the matter. These truth seekers, they end up calling out the cheaters. They end up standing up for what is right. They end up determined in their mentality and their contribution to humanity. And they end up leaders. Why? Because they are busy all the time accumulating information, knowledge, perspective, and the truth. The truth of this subject or that or many or every subject that they're imposed and exposed to. And so their contribution can be more direct and their contribution can be more encompassing. And they tend to be able to inform others and others naturally follow the truth seeker. Because they understand, they can perceive this person has spent a lot of time acquiring this knowledge, learning what is going on, able to understand it, express it, etc., and the truth seeker is the one that people end up gathering around, inquiring from, following. Because every one of us has an inherent inclination to learn. In general, all of us are knowledge acquiring beings. We see it. Every child wants to know about this and that and the other thing. At some period, the truth seeker doesn't stop. But many children, young people, they come to the point where I, I know enough, I got it down, I can cope with this, my life is stable, whatever. So we can see that we are all, uh, to a degree, truth seekers. And we are all knowledge gatherers. So this takes, makes us take a look at, well, let's look at the qualities of our bodies. We have hands and legs and eyes, ears and nose and throats, all these senses. And these senses are actually knowledge-acquiring tools. And that knowledge that comes to the senses is uh, culminated into the mind. And that is then pushed to the intelligence where the decision-making goes on. And then the conscience comes in. Is that worth right? Is it good? Did I do the right thing? Didn't I do the right thing? So we can see this chain of events, if you will, or chain of authority from the working organs right on through to the intelligence and the perception of the conscience and, and the self. And the Vedic literature says the self is the, the higher self is to control the lower self. That means you, the spiritual living entity, with your good intelligence, you're supposed to control the mind and the senses and the working organs of the body.
And you're supposed to employ the whole structure in acquiring knowledge and truth. So the truth seeker, he's definitely on that path. And everyone else, just their degree of commitment, they are on that path too. What is the truth? Well, the truth is that unchangeable subject, that unchangeable perspective, the facts. This did happen. That's the fact. This didn't happen. It's not true. So it's vital that we teach our children and we practice ourselves a firm commitment to the truth because it is the root of our reality. People say, well, reality is the only thing that's real. Well, what is real about our reality or any other reality? The truth. The truth is, and then you have all these perspectives, all these experiences, all these relativities. So our requirement in the human form of life is to be a truth seeker to some degree or another and to have a firm commitment to that truth. No, I'm not going to lie. No, I'm not going to deceive. No, I'm not going to change because of pressure. This did happen. It's true. This didn't happen. It's not true. You must carry that with you throughout your life or you can't make a positive contribution. You can make a contribution, but you can't make a positive one because the positive aspect is in the truth only. There is no positive aspect in a lie. So from the human point of view, we must be firmly committed to the truth for our duration of life. And this is very much under threat in our day and age. Everybody is a liar. Now, I'm, I'm not calling you out. You call you out. But everybody look at yourself. Do you lie? I don't care how little or how big. Do you lie? Everyone will say yes. If they're honest, everyone will say yes. It's accepted in our society. This is a symptom of a degrading society. So how do we fix a degrading society? We have to maintain a firm commitment to the truth. We have to all recognize we're truth seekers. So if someone asks you a question, the only honest thing to do is to tell them the truth. If you tell them something else, there is no contribution. It's deception. And there's no, you can't make advancement on deception. Oh, someone may exploit and make money, but you're not making any advancement. Because advancement in the human form of life means conscious advancement. That's the only level of advancement that's actually counted by the Lord. Counted by the uh, Akashic record, if you will. You have to be making advancement in truthfulness. So we're in a situation where our root commitment to the truth is being challenged by a perverted society that is leading a bad example for each other. You look at the situation. It's all over in the television. It's all over in the news. It's in, uh, in Congress. It's in Parliament. It's in the leaders who are 
question or in front of the microphone. The lying, the deception, the dodging the question. None of this is a contribution to the human experience. The consciousness level, the awareness, the intelligence, the growth, the truth uh, accumulation process is stunted by the liars. Now, the only reason that someone lies or that lying is being propagated within society is for self-interest, to cover up the truth for self-interest, self-preservation, false innocence. So recognize this in your life. Are you seeing others lie for self-interest, for self-benefit? Do you lie to give a false impression? Oh, yeah, it was great. Everything went fine. I know for sure. Yeah, it was good. But it really wasn't. <laughs> Do you mis, uh, mislead people? You're just not really telling a lie, but not giving them the truth either. Not making the situation that they didn't attend clear to them as, for, as what you witnessed. Our responsibility is that when I meet you and you meet me, we tell each other our truth. Because the path to our meeting is different for each of us. So there's things you don't know. There's things I don't know. We can exchange that wisdom between the two of us and move on better, move on more informed. The society needs that, and it's not getting it. So our commitment to the truth must be strengthened. We must come back and stand up for it, and we must... Push back on the liars. And we see that in our society. There are people that lie and then they turn around and they tell another lie to cover up the fact that they lied. And if they get caught with that, they'll lie again. And they'll lie again and again and again and again and again. They consistently live on the platform of lying because they will not admit they're a liar. And they're not about to look at changing their perspective or changing their habit. They can't make a positive contribution to society. They're lost in the lying process. And they affect negatively everyone they run into. Either they misinform or they deceive or they exploit. But we don't need that. We need honest, cooperative help and assistance and growth and spiritual awareness in society if we're going to be a good society, if we're going to grow as a society, if we're going to come out of the declining state we're in. So we have some very interesting challenges in front of us. But really, the root of all these challenges comes back to our level of truthfulness. So the area that you need to work on, that I need to work on, that society needs to work on, that a good example is required, is the platform of truthfulness. And according to the Vedic literature, this is one of the key factors that signifies if you are actually a human. You don't lie. You don't deceive. You don't cheat. You're not supposed to do that. Faulty people low-class, uh, miseducated, immature, they lie. But it's supposed to be with our whole education system, our social experience, our family experience, the, our, our uh, judicial experience, all of it is supposed to be based on 
maintaining that commitment to being truthful in every phase of your life, in every walk of your life, in every circumstance of your life. You have to be big enough, strong enough, mature enough to admit, oh, I messed up. I did it wrong. Oops. What can I say? I it, was, it was wrong. You can't lie because you did it wrong. Oh, no, I didn't do it wrong. No, no, no you just understand. And it really wasn't like that when, when I did it. You did it. You didn't see. You don't know. No, no, it was, no I didn't lie. No. You can't go there. You have to be strong enough. You have to be uh, honest enough to admit your frailties, to admit your mistakes. Because if you don't accept that you've made an error, if you don't accept that you've uh, cheated, you've lied, or whatever, it contamines your heart. This type of sinful activity accumulates in the heart and it clouds one's decision-making perspective, his total perspective, his evaluation of his life and environment. It's clouded by the dust from deception and lying. So you don't win. You're better off to admit, I made the mistake, and work within whatever circumstances it creates when everyone else understands you made a mistake and try to get through it. The lying about it does not make it better, even if temporarily or superficially it appears to. So this uh, perspective needs to be learned, needs to be uh, held up and sustained. It needs to be valued. The value of a person who doesn't lie is much greater than the value of a person who only lies. And every one of you can see that. So you can't allow your moral compass to go to the lying side. It has to stay firmly fixed on the truthful side. That's what makes you human. And when you stay on that truthful side, it also makes you compassionate. And it also makes you wise. And you begin to exhibit and experience a divine perspective of life. The divinity of a human side, the human form of life. Life is a sacred experience. And that sacred quality is based around the truthfulness in your life. It can't be based around the delusional side of your life. It can't be based around lying and deception and cheating and confusion. There's no substance in that. So it's based on the truthfulness in your life. So to become a greater being, to become a more productive contributor, to become an example, to get out of the problems you're in, to overcome the difficulties in front of every person's life, you have to be committed to the truth your lifetime, the whole lifetime. And this is what you need to transmit to everyone around you. Don't lie. Tell the truth. And you have to practice it. You have to be a good example. We all learn by example. You could tell someone what to do, that's one thing, but when they see that that's how you do it, that that's the way it's supposed to be done, it's much more of an influence. So our living by the truth and encouraging others to live by the truth 
is a very important factor in our conscious development and in the upliftment of the social standard. And we need that in the social standard. We need that self-confidence building too. We need that confidence that I'm a good person, that I'm doing the right things in my life with the, my abilities that I have. This is what's going to make you grow. This is what's going to give you the confidence to face and withstand uh, any uh, all, uh, issues within your life. There's always a bit of rain in everyone's life, so you have to be prepared for it. This confidence comes of being a truthful person, and when the rain hits, you still be a person, a truthful person, and you get through. Now, no one gets through life without a few scars. So if you've made a mistake or you've done something incorrect or you've told a lie, it might leave a little scar, but it heals. But if you lie, it clouds your heart, it clouds your judgment, it clouds and limits your contribution. That's a far bigger problem. So truthfulness, a commitment to the truthfulness to yourself. I'm not a liar. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be committed to the truth. Is a life vow. You have to think about it consciously. There's a several subjects I've talked about on this program where people didn't make a conscious decision. They just go through life and that's the way you do things. They didn't stop and think, is this right or is this wrong? Well, truthfulness is one that you have to stop as a mature person and think about it. Should I be committed to the truth or should I be a liar? What is the pros and cons of this subject? And if you have any education, if you have any sincerity in your heart, you will see, oh yes, Commitment to the truth is very important, very valuable. I should make that commitment. I should make that commitment and that vow to myself, to God, to society. Or what is the value of your contribution? Next to nothing. So the Vedic literature is encouraging you by teaching you that truthfulness is a human quality that is vitally important because it breeds compassion and wisdom and knowledge and it opens you up to a higher level, a divine level of consciousness. And it empowers your relationships with others to be a positive influence, a positive contributor. And you can make a difference to the world because everything that comes from you is true and has substance and that filters on, it passes on down through the society. Real substance, truthful knowledge, perspective, information. That is our responsibility in the human form of life. Maintain that vow. Be a truthful person. Stand up no matter what for the truth and watch the divinity side of your life bubble out of you like a blooming of a beautiful flower. Take the opportunity. This is the message from the Vedic literature. Truthfulness. It's a human quality. The most important. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.